You are listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 24. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you have wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne Denner. Good to have you with me here today. If you're just joining and tuning in for the first time, and this is your first episode of the show, welcome, welcome. Let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each show, we bring you valuable podcast banter on business and career. Each show features a guest who shares their insights and experience with you, the listener. Whether you're interested in starting a business, maybe you have a business, or you're looking to get started in a particular career path, this is the show for you and will have something useful and valuable to help you along on your way. Don't forget if you've got any topics that you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. Please drop me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zero lives left as always if you're listening to this podcast on itunes please do rate and review the podcast if you are listening over on stitcher please do leave a review over there as always our episodes are packed full of useful information you know how it goes uh, so make sure you grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper i'm chatting with former lecturer of mine and good friend kieran swale kieran is an innovation and technology specialist at southern regional college in Newry, and we're chatting about how technology is changing the travel and tourism industry all right let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 24 of the zero lives left podcast with my traveling extensively to the middle east to the states to europe and the uk technology has played an increasingly important role in how i get about from me looking up where i'm going to stay from me maybe considering what airline or what flight to book the technology and its impact has changed the experience for the traveler. Just recently, I was traveling with Emirates Airlines. And again, you check in online and your boarding pass is actually sent to your smartphone device. So you don't know, no longer need to be printing out a piece of paper and carrying that through security. You just hand across your smartphone. Joining me on episode 24 of the podcast is a former lecturer of mine <laughs> at Southern Regional College in Newry. He's a mentor of mine as well because I do yep. frequently tap into his thought process and try and get some ideas about where things are going. But not only that, just a little bit of advice on life, on health, on wellness, on all these sorts of things. Um, I have Kieran Swale, who is an innovation and technology specialist in tourism here at Southern Regional College. Kieran, thanks for taking up time today to join me on the show. Wayne, you're very welcome and thank you very much for the invitation and delighted to uh to be with you this morning. It's great to have you here. Now, let's kick off because there's a lot to talk about on this episode. We're going to have that focus primarily on those businesses who are involved in the tourism sector here sure. in, the, in, in the region, but not only in the region, but anybody who's listening, even globally, yeah. um, how technology is changing the, the experience for mm. travellers. 
Kieran, give us a little bit of a, an insight to your background and, and your journey so far to where you are now. Okay, that's a, thank you very much, Wayne, for that. Uh, you could be here for a long time, anybody who knows me, but uh, my role in with Southern Regional College uh, on two stints, this is my second. Uh, my first time I was a lecturer in Southern Regional College, which was then Newry and Kilkeel Institute. And you made reference there as a, as a former student and uh, a very interesting, challenging uh, student that you were <laughs> at the time, Wayne, indeed. So I, I lectured uh, in travel and tourism from uh, ninety five to 2003. I guess prior to that, Wayne, a lot of experiences have shaped my thinking today. And I used to run a pub. I worked for a tour company you're mentioning on your travels called Club Europe Holidays. I worked for them for about two and a half years. And I also worked for a company in London in sports hospitality. So those early experiences, 20 plus years ago, have shaped probably where I am today. Um, I ran my own business in GTT Consultancy, where I was uh, mentoring businesses and working in tourism consultancy. And I came back to Southern Regional College in 2012, and I'm currently there in a full-time position with a wonderful title of Innovation and Technology Specialist. My role is very much, Wayne, uh, is to help small businesses through a range of different funding programs um, from uh, Department of Employment and Learning funding programs that are called uh, Under the Employer Support Programme, to innovation vouchers, to knowledge transfer partnership funding, to cross-border funding opportunities through uh, Enterprise Ireland as well. Um, my role also, I look at strategic partnerships with European partners through European funding. Fundamentally is to work with local agencies and not to lose sight of that sort, to work alongside opportunities presented by our councils. And to try and bring that back, Wayne, very much into the curriculum. And I think that's the, the, the challenge of my role, but also the opportunity there. So... In the last three and a half years, what I've been trying to do is I've helped mentored over 100 plus businesses through a range of funding streams, but very much the focus is on trying to help them in their path to be more innovative, to do business better. I can't do that alone. Talking to you today, and I have over many occasions, is great because you're having these wonderful travel experiences and I get a buzz from listening to you. Um, you're, you're saying that you come to me for advice, but... Occasionally, it's great to have someone who's traveling all the time to ha as a test bed to think what's out there. But fundamentally, um, my role is to help businesses and to try and not do that in isolation. Now, you mentioned to help businesses. That's a big challenge. Mm, very um, much so. As someone who runs a small business, I sure. know the daily challenges that go in. You previously were running a business. Yep. Yep. You know some of the, the, the things that businesses are going through. There's a lot of focus on, obviously, you've got to make ends meet. Sure. You've got to be marketing yourself. You've got to pay the bills. Um, you've got to keep up to date with what's going on in your industry or your sector. What are the sort of challenges that you're seeing that are maybe disadvantaging businesses from being innovative? You know, is it access to technology? Is it understanding how the technology works? Obviously, social media and digital marketing change every day. Yeah. There's new platforms coming out. What are the sort of challenges that the businesses out there are experiencing? Well, you've probably prompted my answer there, but thank you for that. But I think very much, yeah, I, I use the word connectedness <clears throat> and I use that when um, not just in the obvious where people think technology. I use connectedness in actually bringing people together. There have been successful, uh, our local uh, council actually did two very successful programs, and one in, uh, in green tourism and another in export NI, but you know, for the first time bringing local businesses together. Now, connectedness is, yes, taking the technology. Is there access, whether it's through where we're today, we're in Uri, whether it's through a city, I have plenty of Wi-Fi access. But also, do they understand, as you rightly mentioned, do the businesses actually understand how to use this technology? So the connectedness could be from one leading business showing others how to come on the path. 
Um, and, and I guess when you look at things like Wi-Fi technology, when you look at things like you talked about your pastor, for example, some tourism business may not understand an electronic boarding pass. They may not get it. So in the work that I do, when you've got to be careful not to take to, to be too far, too far ahead of yourself. But you, you made a note there about access. Access is key, but understanding the relevance and the why to and the why for. So why should a tourism business actually uh, learn how to develop new technologies? If you sit back and reflect on that, the reason is the visitor, as we both know, is primarily looking online, not just when they're in destination, but pre-destination. So that classic phase of the pre, during, post-destination visit, technology is all around us. That doesn't deter, now you know they do a bit of tour guiding, doesn't deter from the people-to-people experience, which is what you and I wow about when we're in destination. And we talk on social media because we met, genuinely met that person. But technology is an enabler. It doesn't replace the total tourism experience. But 20, 25 years ago, where we're starting, now it is, you know, the classic we talk about integrated marketing. Technology is in there. So tourism businesses fundamentally cannot ignore it. When they'll not be in business, full stop. So an accommodation provider needs to have a presence, whether it's a, a website, uh, social channels, but needs to do more than that. So coming back to the connectedness, if the accommodation provider is connected to the tour operator bringing the package in, to the local services, the visitor sees that because they see the classic sum of the part, the whole is bigger than the sum of the parts. You know, they, they see that. So that connectedness, if we focus in on that through all these other streams, that has to be the starting point. And there's a real need there, Wayne. You know, um, rather than me trying to go out and help a few businesses, if I can get a theme and, a, and drill down on that understanding, you need to be connected more than just physically through technology, but actually in every way. And is there a fear? I mean, do those small businesses have a fear of this new technology world that people are growing up in, that the traveller is using? Is there a fear because of what it costs? Is there a steep learning curve involved? I mean, obviously, with me delivering the digital marketing and the social media programs that I do in, in the UK and also in other parts of the world, there is a fear that I, I see so. from some people because they're like, you know, do, do I have the time to get my head around how Snapchat works for business yeah. or how Periscope works yeah. with or AI or, any, or AR or any of these sorts of things? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, is that, is that a big challenge? I think so. Fundamentally, I think so. You know, when you and I were chatting 10 years ago about people using Twitter, uh, was just out and, and, and YouTube and, and Facebook, you know, there was, there still is on the ground. And I think the challenge to anybody who's uh, trying to help businesses is to break down that fear. But the classic, when Tom Cruise said, show me the money, you know, show me how it works because I'm dealing on a day-to-day basis running my hotel. So show me, why should I invest in, you talked about Periscope, why should I broadcast my event from my hotel? What's the value in that? Um, why should I make, um, we're looking at a poster at the moment, why should I make this poster into augmented reality? I don't understand that. So show me the way and yes, I'll come along. So take that from as a top line. I think that's a challenge back to anyone who is a support role in helping businesses. Um, Lex, yourself, when you're out training people, you, you'll probably get it. I think, I think you're right in terms of the fear. There is a fear factor there. So you know, we're set we look at our industry and tourism in Northern Ireland. We're set with growing the economy by 2020. So we're set by 1 billion in overseas. Uh, I think that'll happen. I really do. It's 2016, four or five years. We're 
just to put a timeline on where we are today in May, 8th of May, you know, we just had our recent elections. We're going to have a new programme for government. I think tourism is going to feature there quite strongly. I think um, in our role here, we are probably the old Department of Employment and Learning is going to merge with uh, a new department. And we're going to have part of Invest and I and other bodies where the new inverted commas, perhaps the Department of the Economy. We're going to have tourism is going to be tourism, hospitality, going to be very, very important to this region. So I think the challenge to all of us working in the sector is, you know, let's let's find a way that businesses find it, want to come and learn about this, understand it, can see the benefits. Let's break it down, make it easy for them. And that's from all walks of life, Wayne, when you're trying to, to show people anything, show me the way and then, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested in, in, in see it because it's going to work for my business because it's better for my profitability, better for my bottom line. So show me the way and, yes, I will take this on. Now, what sort of key trends are you seeing uh, locally in terms of those local tourism businesses in the area? Obviously, we live in an area here that's outstanding natural beauty. We're on Carlingford Lock. Yeah. There's the Mourne Mountains. Sure. There's Carlingford. There's mm. On our doorstep, there is a lot of there is a lot of natural beauty. As a result of that, there's a lot of tourism businesses that have sprung up. Some of them have been here for a while. Some of them, unfortunately, haven't been here. Because as you know yourself, it's very challenging to sustain a business out of season, particularly if it's a tourism business. So what are some of those key trends, say, that you're noticing right now that those businesses that maybe are listening into this show today need to start thinking about and maybe start to tap into and maybe take advantage of? Okay, can I answer to you? I can see a a broader type of type of tourism and then come to the trends maybe with technology central to that. So in terms of trends in this region, you've, this is the year of food. So we've had, we've had events. Food is massive in this region. Activity tourism, I mean, you know, this particular region wants to be the capital of Northern Ireland and I think rightly so as a former inhabitant of the region and just to live in Warren Point, um, you know, has a lot going for it. So you have activity tourism, that breaks down to a number of different strands, you know, with the world mountain biking centres, with cycling, with walking, with angling, with fishing, uh, with uh, lots of other different activities. This region is also um, rich in uh, geological history and archaeology and is a major area for geotourism. Um, coming back to like themes, uh, we're looking at uh, sports tourism linked to activity tourism. Events, this region here is massive on events. Uh, we both remember the, the Giro in 2014, what it did for this region and the North Coast as well. Um, we both are amateur cyclists, I know that, and uh, which is a hobby of ours. But that whole events, and we have a number of companies in the region doing it. Now, you've also linked to this type of film type tourism, location based tourism. You've got Game of Thrones and everything surrounding that. And those rain are just some some of the major themes. You know, if we take Northern Ireland, Belfast, and I was there on Friday night, absolutely buzzing. Belfast this year, for city tourism, massive. The question would be, is the benefits of tourism being realised beyond Belfast? Perhaps in the northwest, Derry, London, Derry, is it being realised in the regions? And I think the tourism agencies are conscious of that. Now, Coming back to you were saying some of the, that's if I take some of the, been food and drink being very important. Now, big trends that we're seeing is back to the technology. The visitor is looking from their mobile devices. More than 50, 60% of them are looking through the mobile tablets and their phones. Again, predestination, what is there to do? And my advice to businesses is you've really started to get, first, how do you search? How do you, sorry, um, realize in the search of top 10 things to do, top 20 things to do? What is it that you can do as a tourism business if somebody wants to hire a bank? 
if somebody wants to do a visit to a, a craft brewery, um, if somebody wants to eat local food, what is it you can do? Is there a system that if you partner with others, you can do that? And the technology is starting to come into play now, Wayne. It's not there yet, admittedly, but it's starting to come into play. So you've got systems you can have what are called recommender systems. Um, TripAdvisor being the obvious one, but beyond that, there are companies and we're exploring uh, one at this moment in time with Brilliant Trails, for example. We're looking at a model around what's called Go-Do Tours. And this is a, a, an innovation project for your Invest and I, but that's an example of what could be done. So if, back to my connectedness of earlier on, if you can get businesses through technology, like a platform way, to work together and say, right, come stay with me, think of the Airbnb. Okay, so book an Airbnb, well, after that, you're always looking for things to do. And that particular model, the people who stay with Airbnb are usually the A1, B1 type in marketing. Uh, maybe see with empty nesters, plenty of money and time to spend. Um, but they're also looking for things to do. So they might want to go for a guided tour or they might want uh, a soft cycling for softies experience or book a ticket for an event. Wouldn't it be wonderful to do that all from a phone or from a tablet device through the host? And the host is the B&B provider. The host could be the hotel. The host could be the activity tourism provider. Now that's not here yet. But my advice is for tourism business to start thinking about that. We're also involved with a couple of EU possibilities went through um, the Atlantic Area Programme. And what I've found, and this is wonderful uh, when, you, when you get to travel a bit, other regions are in France, in Portugal or Spain, the rural areas are starting to look at this. So what are visitors looking for? You and I look for, and we're told by Tourism Ireland experiences. So we're looking for that people-to-people, -people, back to this people-to-people -people experience. And I say that, and I've quoted this many times, my holidays in Croatia last year, fantastic. If you haven't been there, get a chance to go there. But it was the people win. And they've experienced, you know, troubles 25, 30 years ago. But I had such a fantastic experience from the people and their interpretation of the local heritage. So, you know, there's a few things what I've said there, but it does come back to that connectedness. Now, let's talk about the people to people. Um, yep. The training, obviously, for me is vital. You know, we've got to make sure that our staff, that our young people coming out of colleges, yep. um, that are providers of these experiences, these tourism experiences, these accommodation providers, all these sorts of people have the right training mm. to be able to use the technology effectively to enhance the visitor experience. Yep. That's core and that's yep. key. That is a challenge is. when it comes to the Department of Learning, whether, yep. you know, yep. to, to, to make sure that, that we're delivering the right education, but the education is evolving as well as the technology is evolving. Yep. Well, if I can answer that from, the, uh, first of all, just on a, on a local basis, we do have our, our higher our level apprenticeship that you're aware of in digital marketing. So that's a fantastic initiative. Colleagues of mine here at the college uh, Fiona Bradley, who you know Fiona, has actually led that initiative here. And with uh, Belfast Metropolitan College, that's, that's a great example on, on the ground at a higher level skills. Um, I think, we, you know, and I'm not ducking the question anyway, I think this is a great opportunity under our new department to actually physically look at what are the skills, where are the skills gaps. There's no doubt this customer service is still up there, but customer service with new technology. So our customer service now is back to this predestination on Twitter back to the Snapchats of this world, back to the, in the business end of it, the LinkedIn, it's coming in. Back to our profile on YouTube, so our 30-second profile or one-minute profile on YouTube is key. So should every business have a digital profile? Does every business know the importance of time response within not just 24 hours, when, and we both know that from our travels. So take the example of Uber, fantastic example. Um, and we call it the Uber economy or the sharing economy. 
Um, there's another uh, example that hasn't come into Ireland yet called Lyft, L-Y-F-T, which is car sharing. So I want to go from Warren Point to Belfast. Don't want to drive, want to share a car. Go on Lyft. Great. It's just it's cost me a fiver. It's going to cost me 20. So that whole sharing economy is going to come in. Our businesses aren't probably even fully aware of that, aren't geared up. So we can waken up to this importance and relevance of the sharing economy. We need to have that profile. Uh, we need to have our, each tourism business needs to understand the importance of their profile, of their digital footprint, digital presence, of the importance of analytics, Wayne. So this is a broad thing we're getting into here from digital and marketing. But, you know, when somebody actually comes on, where did they come from? Did they come from Saudi Arabia? And what were they looking for? And what are the norms there? So there's a big piece of work there, Wayne, in response to your question. But you are right in terms of customer service, uh, that people-to-people -people experiences, and following that up in the importance of time. And then post-visit, post-purchase, post-visit. Hi, Wayne, did you have a great time with you and your family? Just let us say, next time you come, um, we will have such and such. And then not to be bombarding you with email or anything like that, but to keep you in the loop. And the thing about this is, you know, with the access to technology now, everybody's got a smartphone. These visitors that are coming to your hotel, yep. you know, your restaurant, your activity provider, they're actually doing the marketing for you because they're creating user-generated content. Yep. And as I always say, it doesn't matter if you're a small hotel or a massive hotel. Mm. Everybody within your organization needs to be aware of social media and so. the impact and the damage that can be caused to reputation yep. as opposed to the experience getting beaten. Yep. Being, being, being wrong. Yeah. So the smartphone that you say earlier on, everyone has them now yeah. and they're creating this user-generated content. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, very much so. You know, and totally, I mean, you, you made reference to your own line of work in terms of the reputation. That's so important in tourism, you know, and let's get back to search. What do we do? Our classic habits. We go into a review, like it or not, whether it's a TripAdvisor type review or others, or TripIt or others. So we look at, and we now increasingly will put more dependence on you mentioned the old UGC, the user-generated content's been around. We will put more emphasis on that when we look to build, look for our campsite holiday, our hotel. That is of more relevance to us than at UB. And also we put more of a response, or we give more respect to seeing a response from the activity provider, from the hotelier. Have they come back and responded? And we're likely to give that more credence and more credit. Yes, you're right. It's the uh, Back to the businesses need to understand that Everybody is going to be enabled. Everybody is going to be, when they're waiting for your menu, they can use an augmented reality service to actually look through a simple app like Erasmus to see what they're going to have, to see the chef cooking in the kitchen. I'll take you one better. When you're going to Saudi and deciding what you're going to have for your dinner, I'm presuming when you fly on, on or let's say Emirates, that you're, you have Wi-Fi, right? So you can decide what you're going to have on the menu tonight because what chef's on the kitchen. So you... Look at six or seven different restaurants through augmented reality app and you decide what you're going to have for dinner tonight. So that's where it's moving. We're not here just in Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland just yet, but that's where it's moving to. So easy for me to say this here in Green Shoots and Newry, but we need to be able to take businesses with us. More fundamentally, allow them to make the classic difference. So when somebody comes, wow, they had a little app on the restaurant and it was fantastic. And I got, got to play the game and play with that restaurant. You made the importance of reputation, social media. That will spin out and have many benefits of people. So there's a simple example of using technology to create a difference, which can be done.
So what would be the top three things that businesses need to consider right now if they're a small tourism business, if they're an activity provider, if they're an accommodation provider? What is the sort of three things that they need to be thinking about right now? I mean, you, you made reference to we're not there yet in Northern Ireland, but that's not to say that we don't start to think about it, right? We should be thinking about it, of course. So what three things can those businesses who are maybe listening into this podcast today start to think about? What can start that process for them? Okay, I'll start with partnership, come back to my connectors. You've got, you can't do this in isolation. It, it only takes five, four or five. You're not going to get everybody on board, and we both know that. So pick, pick the people that you know you can work with. Form a positive relationship with them. Outside of tech tourism, we know in life that's so important to succeed uh, in every aspect. So pick four or five that you know you can work with who offer a package, if you like, that's going to work with your visitors, that you trust and you can take with it. Secondly, understand, understand the basics of technology, but go beyond that. Try and think of the user, the UX, the user experience. You've got to try and do that. And thirdly, um, an old adage of mine, when you've got to crawl before you walk. You know, don't dive in there. Don't buy £100,000 technology. Start with the simple devices. Um, we're doing this on this podcast on an iPhone. So you don't need to buy 200 five grand equipment you don't need to do that start but the third piece of advice is be open and embrace technology you can't afford to not to do that so that would be you know so, so summarize working in partnership find five or six others that you could work with uh, understand how technology can help you and then be open be open to that but don't invest at this first steps don't invest over invest on it yeah, be careful because the technology changes very, very quickly. So, so, so And you quickly. might have invested in the wrong piece of kit. Now, let's put on your lecturer hat. Oh, let's take you oh, back to the oh. days whenever I was a student. I mean, yeah. what advice, you know, do we need to be giving our young people now who are going through college, particularly those who are maybe studying the hospitality and tourism sectors? Sure. I mean, what do they need to be thinking about? It's different than whenever I studied my um, HND in travel and tourism management, and then I went on to the University of Northumbria mm -hmm. and done my degree in travel mm -hmm. and tourism. Yeah. The game has changed. Yeah. So if you were somebody studying in, as I was in 2003, it was different landscape back there than it is right now. What do students need to think about right now when they're considering applying for a program in travel and tourism? Maybe they've, they're going on to finish out their degree. Uh, they're going to be graduating this year. What are some of the things that they need to be thinking about in order to help make them become more employable? In this sector okay okay good question um, yes it has changed and no it hasn't all right um, I look for uh, skills a broad base of skills first and first and foremost so in the hospitality you know I need to see that from your CV uh, we've talked about in the past I needed I'd like to see that online so having an online presence I look at LinkedIn I like a good strong LinkedIn profile after that I look for a track record uh, I track record in where they've worked and I'm going to check back on those on the references for me, what stands out, and this is for me personally, I look for volunteerism. Where is it that they have volunteered or worked or who have they worked for? So who can I talk to? And it shows someone has volunteered. It shows that they're prepared to take on something over and above what is expected. And what I saying that I said to you 15, 20 years ago was attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Today's world, that's so, so important. You know, where we, and I appreciate that no job is for life and it shouldn't be. <laughs> we, both, we both know that. But have you got the attitude and the aptitude to do work? That's really, really important. And are you prepared, in our industry, you've got to be prepared to travel. You know, I'm smiling at you when I say this. You must be prepared to travel. Words like you need to up your game. But, you know, have that appetite for work. 
And that pervades education. Wayne, it pervades life today. <laughs> I say with my two sons, I'm trying to instill in them the importance of getting a job, a part-time job, working in a shop, washing cars voluntarily, because it's the innovative, that's where you're looking for the innovation. That's where you're looking for the new ideas. And you know what I would say to, to, to students today, let me see, be creative. Have a, I don't care if it doesn't work, but be creative. Uh, we both know of the old sayings, you, you gotta be prepared to fail, but have a go. So what if you don't make it? At least have the aptitude and the attitude to have a go. Um, taking that aside, there is the danger of, you know, just trying it and then, and then dumping and forgetting about it afterwards. You know, you've got to, it sounds like I'm contradicting myself here, but you've got to also persist. Never, never give up. And we both have been in interviews in our lives. We've had jobs. We've had roles. We've had contracts where we knocked on the door, but we didn't get it. But keep going. Never give up. And you know, um, positivity. Students today, surround yourself with positive people. So, so important. Don't be dragged down by the negative naysayers in life. Life's too short, and we both say that. Um, my advice is have another interest out of your job. Can't be all job. Walk. Do drama. Uh, uh, I'm into sport, but it's not everything. But I find that that's what keeps me ticking. Um, so fundamentally, remember your employers are going to be looking on online so i need to see that track record it needs to be good you know shoot a podcast shoot a little video smile in it let me see your personality because you know what i've got 20 cvs in here and i can't tell you the difference between one and the other let me see your smile do you play music do you sing can you recite something yeah and it's bizarre where life takes you i mean you know 2003 2002 2001 when i was studying that um hnd and travel and tourism under your stewardship and your guidance Mm -hmm. i mean I wouldn't have thought where I am today. You know, and although I don't specifically work within the travel and tourism sector as a, an airline rep or a holiday rep or whatever it is, you always have to have an open mind because the course and the qualification and the learning that you're going to get in an establishment such as Southern Regional College or other um, universities and colleges that are out there, that will set you up. Mm. But it, you've got to want to go a little bit further. Yeah. You've got to want to invest your time. You want to have, you've got to be hardworking You've got to grow your network. And I think in the time of social media and the internet, particularly LinkedIn, yep. to be able to build your network, it's yes. so easy right now. Yeah, yeah. To be able to connect with people, to be able to influence people, yeah. to be able to create a piece of content, as you just yeah. said, yeah. in the form of a podcast yeah. or a video, yeah. that will make you stand out. And the other thing, Wayne, is to say, not be afraid to ask for help. And this is it. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help and say, okay, I couldn't be, I don't have the confidence. Listen, go out and ask. There's lots of help around there. And you will find certainly, you know, this college, obviously, but beyond this college, you know, there's nothing as, and I'm smiling at you when I'm saying it, but there's nothing as rewarding as seeing former students now coming back and doing well. That's great. But outside of, you know, just this college, there are other agencies, low Princess Trust, uh, all of the uh, your local councils, that ask for the help. And you will find if you get in, keep persisting and doing that. There is help out there. Um, enter competitions, just have a go. You know, what have you to lose to having a go? You know, the danger is that we live in this world of reality, you know, with our reality shows. It isn't just quick fix. You're a good example of this. You know, I've been around a while. It just doesn't happen overnight. But do ask for the help. And, you know, again, repeating myself here, but definitely persist. I've said it on this show before. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And when I look back at how hard, you know, not, not, not blowing my own trumpet, mm. but how hard you've had to work yeah. 
the network that you've had to do, yep. the sacrifices that you've had to make, the yep. investment that you've had to mm -hmm. make. Mm -hmm. And people look at what you're doing now and they say, oh yeah, I'd like to be doing that. And they maybe try something and they do it for a couple of months and then they give up yep. because they don't get the traction as quick as they think I've got the traction or yep. other people have got yep. the traction. Yep. But it's been a long, hard road. And I think what you've mentioned there, you've hit the nail on the head with that those great pieces of advice sure. for students maybe today considering where they're going to go next yeah. that they have to be persistent and they've had to go to work at it yep. Kieran how can people get in touch with you give me an idea on where people can reach you if there's a business listening into this podcast right now that maybe needs a little bit of support in the areas that you provide in and around technology and innovation sure. what's the best way for people to get sure. in touch with you okay well, thanks Wayne um, well uh, I, I suppose we're on Facebook we're on the we have a Facebook page i3src forward slash i3src and that's the same on our Twitter account. In terms of email, it's swealk at src.ac.uk. We have our own podcast called tomorrowsvisitors.com. It's on SoundCloud. If you search that, you'll get us there. And ring the college. Uh, ask before to Kieran Swill and more than happy to help in any way. And you're more than happy to sit down with somebody, have a coffee, Absolutely. have a bit of lunch Absolutely. and give them... Great Absolutely. impartial advice. I yeah. know that yeah. from working with you. So I would encourage anybody listening out to the show here to, to definitely. Well, I might have to ask for a craft beer or two. <laughs> you and your your good friend, uh, Mr. McGreevy, round the corner from the Moran Brewery and others. Um, but all joking aside, yeah, you know, happy to do that because what we're trying to build out here uh, in Southern Regional College, both in our centres in Portadown and, and here as well in Newry, is um, a contact point for businesses to openly know that they can ask for advice. And really, what we're trying to do is to show them away what's happening tomorrow in tomorrow's world and that we can take them along the path so when you're in Dubai uh, we want to be able to uh, to broadcast out to you Wayne and uh, we look forward to that hopefully in the next 12 months definitely Kieran thanks for taking time out today to join me on the show and I highly recommend any businesses that are listening in reach out to you it's been great and lots and lots of real great added value today great thanks Wayne thanks very much Another great episode and insight to how technology is changing the travel and hospitality industry, but also enhancing it for the visitor, the experience for the visitor. So it's really interesting to see what Kieran is doing with Southern Regional College as innovation and technology specialist. He mentioned about helping businesses understand how to use the technology. These opportunities exist but the businesses themselves, they need help to understand how they can use the technology, the why to and the why for. So businesses need to be connected. It's all about showing the way and working together and have this people to people experience. I think Kieran summed it up really well in terms of the, the trends that are taking place right now in the travel and tourism industry. You know, before you even go on holidays, before you even step on the plane, in fact, before you even go into the travel agent or you go online to book your holiday, you're actually, you know, looking through your mobile or smartphone device at pre-arrival. What can you do when you arrive? What things are you going to experience? Maybe what's the weather going to be like? What's the restaurants? are going to be like what activities can you be doing while you're there so this whole pre-arrival experience presents a really big opportunity for businesses who are listening to this podcast to ask yourself that simple question what can i do before the visitors even arrive so when they're looking through their smartphones can we enhance that experience to give them a little bit of a flavor of what it's going to be like the kind of things that they're going to experience you know and there are lots of ways that social media and technology 
uh, enable businesses to do that. So once again, thank you so much to Kieran Swale of Southern Regional College Innovation and Technology Specialist. I highly recommend if you are listening into this podcast, if you are a tourism, a travel, a hospitality business and you're based uh, in Northern Ireland, that you reach out and you do talk to Kieran. Uh, he's a wealth of knowledge uh, in this space. Don't forget, as always, if you've got any questions or topics you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. Please do drop me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zero lives left. As always, thank you so much for listening into this episode of the podcast. We're going to be coming back very soon with another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.